Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. Or for the next couple of weeks, we're just going to go ahead and call this the Loki Fangirl Podcast because that's what is taking over uh, this entire podcast for the next couple of weeks. I mean, Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, the writing, the directing, we are fangirling all of it because it's amazing. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. 100%. Oh, Sorry. I'm yes. sitting here still like bursting. <laughs> uh, um, on, on, the, on the episode with me today are uh, Julia and Ashley, both of which, if you are um, listening to this podcast fairly regularly, you should be familiar with. Julia fangirled Tom Hiddleston with me um, a couple of years ago, and then I brought her back last week when Loki dropped. She is who I like to call uh, Loki's number one fan. She is just really passionate about this character and passionate about Tom Hiddleston in general. Ashley, as you guys all know, is our comic book uh, geeky expert. She's going to touch base on a few things that we probably missed if we're just, I say just with air quotes, just MCU fans, which that's me. I, um, you know, I've maybe read two comic books in my entire life. They're just not my jam. However, I love the MCU. And so I love when Ashley is willing to explain things to me because I also love how these shows and these movies are kind of pulling things in from comics and giving that that nod and that fan love to to the the big dorks out there who are just dying to see some of their favorite comic book stories come to life. And that's what we're getting, right? Maybe I don't know. I'll I let so. Ashley. Yeah, I'll let Ashley kind of explain. Uh, what we saw at the end of this episode, because there was something that I was like, who is that? And uh, yeah, I see Ashley's laughing at me. She's like, what do you mean? Who is that? Um, yeah. So here we go. We're going to jump in with this. Um, first of all, Ashley, say hi, tell people where they can find you. And, uh, then Julia, you introduce yourself as well and then we'll go. All right. Hey friends, it's Ashley. Uh, you can find me on my website with ashleyandco.com, on Twitter at that Ashley Aaron, at cbr.com, as well as my own podcast, Geek Girls Universe. Ooh, that's a tough act to follow. Hey guys, I'm Julia. <laughs> Hello to all my Loki stands today. Um, if you've seen the episode, you're all bubbling, I know, but uh, you can find me on the socials. I'm not cool enough to have my own podcast or website. <laughs> but you can find me on uh, Instagram at queenie11078 and same handle applies to Twitter. So Basically, if you just search the hashtag Loki, you'll probably find me somewhere on. Pretty much. Webs. Yeah, pretty he's much. Because that's, yeah, he's your man. He, he's, he's your dude. All right. Uh, so let's jump in with this one. Ashley, take it away. All right. I'm excited. And I remember last week uh, before we started recording, you mentioned about the end of this episode going, Oh, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I did know who that was. I was so oh, and so I, I let out you. a scream. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, I didn't. And I was like, oh, who's this? <laughs> Ashley will know. I'll, I'll catch up with Ashley later. So, yes. <clears throat> All right. So, 
The TVA has tracked our variant to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, 1985 at a Renaissance fair. And just as the Minutemen encounter the variant, they are quickly taken out as per usual. Clearly, this evil Loki is very powerful. Um, They use the power of enchantment to control the head of the Minutemen, Hunter C-70, who kind of helps take out the group. And then the variant leaves with the hunter, which is new, apparently. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and and, and the hunter does this to one of the most epic soundtracks ever. Oh, my God. I need a hero. (laughs) Yeah, it was so great. It was so great. Yeah. Uh, Love the song. Love how they tied that in. Um, It was pretty hilarious. Did not love how the variant is actually killing these Minutemen. Um, Didn't love that. But everything else, you know, was was kind of a cool scene. And yeah, so they drag her off, which is a new step in this whole situation. We haven't seen that before. No, it's new. So they're a little concerned about why the variant is now taking hostages back at the TVA. Loki gets his super cool variant jacket, which he obviously shows off in Loki fashion with that like snarky shrug, like, Hey, (laughs) look at me. And we also learn that no two Lokis are alike. There's been a lot of Lokis that the TVA has pruned off the timeline to which Loki kind of is like, really guys, you're just like taking me out left and right. Cool. Okay. Now, um, now stop for a second here and kind of explain this to me because initially I thought Loki was Loki. Like I thought that was his name. That is him. There's only one Loki. Like, what do you mean? There's multiple Lokis. And now it appears that Loki is, I don't know what, a being? A, 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 what is Loki? Like, why are there so many Lokis out there? And also, was that was that um, the cycling? Was that Lance Armstrong Loki? <laughs> it very well could be Lance Armstrong I mean, Loki. <laughs> it was like the yellow jersey with the... I was like, what is that? You know what's funny is that that picture... Somebody on, on Twitter this morning posted it, and there was... There were pictures that, like press photos or paparazzi or whatever, that had been taken of him when they were filming, and the expression on his face is very similar to one of a picture that they have of him standing outside of the set, wearing like the all black Loki suit. Huh. So it's like they superimposed that head <laughs> onto the Lance Armstrong outfit. Onto the Lance Lance Armstrong outfit. Yeah, I was just like, what is going on here? All right. Anyway, so yeah, explain this to me. Okay, so. Um, the, the way they're kind of going about it is almost a play on variants in comics. So depending on which Earth we're on or which run of the comics we're in, there can be different versions of the characters. Kind of like Lady Thor, right? We know Jane Foster is going to wield Mjolnir in Love and Thunder, making her Lady Thor. So it's like a version of the character, but she's a separate person. Loki, on the other hand... He can shapeshift. He can duplicate himself. He's special. Okay. <laughs> so uh, as a, it's a, as much a play on the different comic book runs as it's also on various comic book covers. You know, you'll see where it's like, oh, this one's special because it's a variant cover. Um, and I guess there's just so many Lokis because he's so mischievous. But we don't know if these are all in the same timeline, Earth 616 or not. Okay. Because they just are like, we're pruning Loki's left and right because there's so many of them. <laughs> I think, I hope they'll explain if it's like Loki's from multiple timelines or alternate realities. Like when Loki steps off the path, it kind of creates another version of himself. 
So we'll see. The idea of multiple Lokis running around, not going to lie. I mean, they all look (laughs) like Tom. That would be good. That would be good. That would be all right. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I just needed a pause there to kind of get an explanation as to, I mean, I I get, and it seems to be accepted. And Loki was like, well, yes, but I'm the best Loki, you know? And I mean, right. Right. But I didn't hear him say like I'm the original Loki or I'm the real Loki or anything. So I I assume that like he's accepted or he recognizes or he knows that there's multiple Lokis out there. Like this isn't weird to anybody but me. So okay, c- carry on, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Loki does not seem super surprised by any of it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Mobius does let them know that while no two Loki look alike, they all have similar powers. And that's, you know, shape-shifting, mind control, uh, illusion projecting, which Loki corrects him. He's like, well, you know, duplication, it's it's different. And it's yeah, hilarious. I like that. He got a Loki lecture sort of in the middle of this week's episode. Yeah. So when I, I got the chance to interview the cast of Loki, and they were discussing the Loki lectures and Loki school that Tom did, and that how it worked its way into the script in certain parts. So this is definitely one of those parts where... They worked that into the show itself, which I thought was super cool to see. Um, They take Loki, our Loki. So this is where we got to start like differentiating, right? So our Loki goes with the TVA to 1985 to try to trap the bad Loki because the bad Loki is still out there. However, our Loki has some plans. Not that that should be surprising. And he stalls the TVA so that the other Loki can get away. Mobius sees it for what it is, though, and he still believes that Loki is the our Loki is the key to catching this other bad Loki, despite Renslayer being like, really? Like, mm. this guy just screwed up this op. Are you sure? And Mobius is like, yes, yes, I promise. <laughs> um, and, you know, Mobius and Loki kind of have this, like, back and forth, and Mobius is like, look, I don't care what you, you know, what makes you sleep better at night, essentially. I just need you to do what you need to, what I have you doing. Like, what I saved your life for is what you need to do. Yeah. Um, Mobius puts him to work, which is hysterical. Loki's like, work? Really? I'm a god, you don't put me to work. Well, um, and it was so funny because <laughs> yeah, I loved this, also this vision of him, like, sitting at a desk reading stuff, and and, and at first, of course, he's acting like he blew it all off. But as this episode goes on, you see yeah. he actually paid attention. He read. He knows things. And as he reminded us, you know, I am smart. <laughs> exactly. Well, and can we back up to the very beginning where he and Miss Minutes had a moment? Because I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the Miss Minutes... Yeah, Miss Minutes is adorable and where he's like, she's like trying to, you know, test him on things and he's, uh, he's just sees her as an annoyance or something. I'm not sure what he's doing with her, but, um, but it was obstinate. It was great. It was, (laughs) it was funny. And then he starts swatting her with a jet ski magazine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that they're using her, but they're not overusing her. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because right. she would clearly get annoying if she was used too much, but like they're just doing just the right amount, I think. I, I think I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Loki is put to work, right? He's got all these files on the variant Loki, and Mobius says, you know, comb through this, see if there's anything we missed, you know, use your Lokiism and figure it out. Loki, of course, is like, well, 
I'm going to go see what other files I can pull. So he goes to this woman who, <laughs> I don't know, she reminds me of like, we just watched Monsters University with the kids yes! last night. She reminds me of like the monster librarian they have Gross. to escape in that movie. Because she's just like, what? what? <laughs> um, Loki's like, so, uh, yeah, can I get a file on the TVA formation? No. Beginning of time? Mm-mm. End of time? Yeah, no. All of that is classified. What can I get a file on? He gets a file on himself. <laughs> That's all he can have. Um, but it's interesting because this is where Loki figures out what's going on. In his file is included the unauthorized time violation, which is why he's at the TVA. It also includes the destruction of Asgard, which if we're remembering where we are in the MCU timeline, it hasn't happened yet. Yep. And... Um, there's a lot of interesting pieces in the file. We learned that Ragnarok was a class seven apocalypse, total planetary destruction. The code name was Revengers, which made me laugh because, you know, obviously yes, that obviously. was Thor's, uh, that was Thor's super creative team name, right? We're not copying <laughs> anybody that we know at all. <laughs> um, but the most um, important piece that Loki got from that was the zero variance energy detected. So when variants do bad things on the timeline, they give off energy. It's how the TVA tracks them. However, he has he has a theory that by hiding in apocalypses, because the whole place is about to implode anyway, what they do doesn't matter, and therefore they can kind of play hide and seek, right? And their energy is... Um, I guess, covered by the apocalypse that happens. He, of course, explains this in a terrible metaphor with poor Mobius's salad <laughs> with like salt and Boku juice. It was sad. I was like, oh, he was just trying to eat his lunch. <laughs> um, so Mobius is like, all right, well, I guess we'll test this theory. And of course, Loki's like, take me to Asgard where Ragnarok happened. Mobius is <laughs> like, no. Not taking you to your homeland. Not that stupid. Thanks for trying, though. Uh, so they go to Pompeii, Italy, moments before Mount Vesuvius erupts and wipes out everyone. Now Mobius is like, hey, let's start small. Make some bird noises or something. Loki goes full god of mischief, like jumps up, releases the goats, starts like screaming, like, I'm from the future and you're all going to die. It's great. Eat up. Like, <laughs> like dude, go do stuff. This Mobius is one is, is- <laughs> like the, the very Loki um, responses I think that I've we've seen. Like this again, remember <laughs> Loki twenty twelve, right? He's still quote yes. unquote the bad guy Loki, and he was just taking such joy in the fact that destruction and mayhem was about to rain down on these people and that he was proving himself right at the same time. Like this was just such a like sadly pure Loki moment. You know what I mean? It just, it was, <laughs> it was it, peak Loki 2012. <laughs> it really, really was. And I giggled the entire time, especially like at the end where he like smiles and puts his arms out. Like, see, <laughs> yes, like, yes, it's erupting. Look. <laughs> yeah. Mobius was totally apparent the whole time, you know, like face and hand, like, Oh my God, this kid, you know, why? Right. right. Um, but Loki's theory was proved correct. So despite the chaos he just caused, there was no energy, variant energy detected because Pompeii was wiped out. So they have a discussion back at the TVA. 
I kind of have a theory that Mobius knows that there's something a little sus about the TVA and the timekeepers. And Loki's kind of like poking at that mm-hmm. in this discussion. Like, hmm, are you sure you believe all this? I mean, really? No. Are you sure? Um, but regardless of that conversation, Mobius has an epiphany like, hey, that kablooey gum. It was only manufactured during a certain amount of time. And let's cross-reference that with every known apocalypse, which apparently there were a lot of apocalyptic events that happened between the years 2047 and 2051. Loki finds exactly when and where the variant is hiding. It's a corporate town owned by Roxcart in Haven Hills, Alabama, 2050. A class 10 apocalypse is about to happen. And for comic book fans, and I guess they are in the MCU too, so if you've paid attention, Rock's Cart is a nod to Rock's On Corporation, which is a super evil conglomerate of baddies. So I was like, yay, Rock's Cart. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that, but okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Know that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it was actually more prominent in Cloak and Dagger, but I okay. believe it was also mentioned in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Iron Man as well. Got it. They're like rampant in the comics. So um, yeah, anyways, nerd, nerd moment. Um, The TVA and Loki arrive. Loki uses his magic to dry off, which is the first time we've seen him use it. So I just like it because I'm like, they're making you aware that he can use it when he's not in the TVA. And we all know Loki loves to use his magic. Now, while they're deciding what to do and splitting off into groups, the bad Loki's watching on security cameras and using the power of enchantment, bad Loki talks to Loki. They possess a man in the greenhouse. And while Loki it doesn't think that that could be him, he's like, well, you know, whatever. It's kind of weird, right? This guy's trying to buy azaleas in the middle of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. It's a little weird. So Hunter B-15 walks up to him and he, being controlled by the bad Loki, transfers using the enchantment. So you'll see the green, like, fingers light up and the green eyes. The enchantment switches from him to her. So then B-15 is now the Loki and they have a conversation. Loki tells the bad Loki, hey, I want your help. Let's overthrow the timekeepers. Let's take over the universe. Let's work together. Bad Loki doesn't seem to care too much about our Loki's plans. Um, The hostage from earlier is found by Mobius. She's like muttering to herself. She's told the bad Loki where to find the timekeepers, which I guess is a huge no-no. But I'm also a little surprised that random people like the hunters would know where they are. Like, I feel like they would keep that a little bit more secret. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Um, So Loki is fighting the other Loki. So uh, the bad Loki has now transferred from Hunter B-15 to uh, this big guy who then transfers to another guy. It's like they're all over the place fighting. Yeah. (laughs) So Loki is is like seeing and and the comment is, oh, now I get why Thor hated this or why it is like, oh, you're so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did like that. (laughs) Yeah, because he's like, just tell me what you want. And, you know, of course, Loki being Loki, right? He doesn't give a straight answer. And so, yeah, that's when he's like, oh, no wonder. Like, everybody hates this about me. (laughs) Um, So finally, 
the bad Loki reveals themselves, and it is, in fact, Lady Loki, who is a super awesome comic variant of our Loki. Uh, Wait, she can we back tells- up for a second, though? Because I, I, in the credit scenes, it says that her name is Sylvie, not the Lady Loki. So are they... I was just reading this on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Julia, I was just reading this on Twitter. Somebody's I mean, like, hold up, hold up. Like, it's not Lady not Loki. Lady. Yeah. yeah, which, again, doesn't make any sense to me because I don't know the difference. I mean- However... <laughs> The comic book people were all freaking out over this and they were saying, oh, Sylvie's so smart. She (laughs) pretended to be Lady Loki to get Loki. Ah, ah, ah." And I'm like, what does any of that mean? This is part (laughs) of the problem with like reading Twitter uh, while you're trying to follow these shows. So any comments on that knowledge or that information that they're talking about? Um, So I think one... Marvel hasn't confirmed it's Lady Loki. Okay. Uh, there's been rumors that it could be Enchantress, who's another uh, obviously bad guy, girl. And, you know, the fact that he kept using the word enchantment has floated around. However, the TVA saying, hey, it's a Loki variant. I don't think they're stupid, right? Not that stupid anyway. <laughs> I think it's just kind of like a red herring, like Mephesto was for WandaVision. Well, that's kind of what I was wondering is like, we got to remember this is still the MCU and the MCU, why they want to give nods and touches and whatever to comic books. They want to make it something that like somebody like me mm-hmm. and maybe somebody like Julia can follow easily. Right. And so a lady Loki, I can follow like that path of that train of thought. That when you start adding in all these, like the Enchantress and Sylvie and whatever, whatever, I'm like, who what? Like you <laughs> lost me, right? So right. I'm kind of leaning towards that as well, is that as much as, um, yes, they could have gone in those kind of crazy comic book directions, maybe they're playing more towards the MCU type fan, the, the basic fan <laughs> who doesn't get into all those depths and different levels of things and therefore it isn't going to be anything other than a lady loki like period right. like that's so, what we're gonna get to not be like too nerdy the enchantress so she looks more like enchantress because she has blonde hair and not black hair like loki um and sylvia is the name of technically the second enchantress it's complicated <laughs> you know how comics are they're weird mm-hmm. um and yes, like Sylvia is given powers by Loki, but considering that unless we come across another Loki that has created her, then I don't know. Like I lean towards Lady Loki simply because the show is about him and it's about um, the variant Lokis. Like there's always, there's the rumor there's a kid Loki mm-hmm. and uh, King Loki so, and then the whole like vote for Loki, that's another comic run, like President Loki. So, I mean, like, yes, it could be Enchantress or it's just Lady Loki and they're doing kind of a blend of the two characters. Mm-hmm. Like the MCU Valkyrie is not the comic book Valkyrie. Right, right, right. right. In fact, it's the comic book Valkyrie that we see dying for our MCU Valkyrie in that flashback in Ragnarok. So, oh, okay. All right. Um. You know, because Valkyrie was blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever, Norse, mm-hmm. not looking like our Valkyrie. So, yeah, I just, I, I'm a little hesitant to be like, it's Enchantress. 
I think that they're gonna they might combine the two characters because like you said, Lady Loki is far easier for people to follow than like, oh yeah, well there's a chantress, but it's not the first enchantress, it's the second one, and Loki created her. I feel like it's a little complicated to get into. Right. <laughs> the right. next uh what, four episodes? So. Well, and exactly. <laughs> we've only got four episodes here. So that's that's where I'm leaning toward like pump the brakes on all this fun stuff that we see on Twitter. Well, yeah, that's cool and whatever. And who knows, maybe Marvel's like, you guys will catch up. It'll be fine. You'll you'll get this. Maybe they will, but as I learned from one division. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, I only uh, held on to that theory because of what the credits said. Yes, right, right. right. I saw that too. I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting that they named her, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. Because okay. I fully expected it to say, well, I mean, I don't even know, right? Like outside of Lady Loki, does she have a different name in the comics that – I mean, she's got other aliases, but her name is Lady Loki because so yeah, right, so complicated, right? Yeah. Uh, she she originally appeared because Loki was reincarnated into a female body that was meant for Lady Sif, and that's how the first Lady Loki came about after the events of Ragnarok. Uh, eventually, I just actually wrote this whole article for CBR about Lady Loki, so that's why I'm like, all right, I'm uh, up to date. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll link that in here for anybody yeah, that yeah, wants to read awesome. that as as well. Um, but yes. <laughs> so speaking of that, though, um, in Ragnarok, we never wait. Did we get confirmation in, or was that in Dark World? Is Lady Sif? Did we get confirmation of her death, or was this a Nobody knows what happened to Lady Sif. Like um, they just as, didn't. I can't remember. What as the, far as I know, Taika confirmed she was alive, and I believe she was in Atlanta filming for something. So she's okay. still, still around. Okay, so yeah, she's so the only there. one out of okay. like the warriors that survived. That's that's what I kind of had in my head, but I wasn't a thousand percent. So I wanted confirmation on that. Okay, so uh, interesting. Interesting, right? Um, Julia, overall, what were your what were what was your big aha moments? What was your big takeaways in this? What questions might you have for Ashley, if any? <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> I really just loved this this particular episode because of the development between Loki and Mobius. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was very interesting and endearing the scene where he's asleep on his desk that he actually trusted where he was enough to fall asleep i don't know i thought that was kind of weird like i i i I don't know if that was you know him being i don't know i just thought that was cool um and i thought i'm really curious to know more and wonder if they'll come back to mobius's obsession with jet skis (laughs) (laughs) there's a jet ski at the end well, you know, and spoiler alerts, like, of course, I read Twitter and whatever. And yeah. I just saw somebody saying, hey, fam, don't get too attached to Mobius. I I believe that he's going to die. Yeah. So I don't know if he is or not. But then I was like, well, at least have him like ride off, you know, into the sunset on a jet ski. Like do <laughs> something for us, like something cheesy and whatever. But yeah, I'm with you on that. Like I want the jet ski obsession to come back in some way, shape or form. Um just because we're dorks yeah. like that, yes. <laughs> I feel like it will. Like they spent too much time on it for it to right. Be random. Ex- I think that's what it is too. Is again, it was, it was really cute, and so and then I really hope um, that um, we get more about. Um, I don't know. I just the, the whole. 
the whole episode was just there was so much like plot and development that happened in this episode that I I really want to go back and watch it a couple more times tonight. Yeah, I feel like I missed a lot. Yeah, um, even though I I know that I was paying full attention to it, but um, and I also want to go back down to the Marriott Marquis. Like I've stayed there before, which is apparently where the TVA is, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you're ever in Atlanta and want to go there, they have an awesome tiki bar in there that's really really good. But yeah, it was just I, I don't know the 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 comedic stuff with the the seriousness of what's happening, like. Where are they going through that door next? I'm dying to know. What's right. Gonna, like, is he going to catch up to her? What's like. And, 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 and I guess my big question was, okay, so did he jump through that door? Because what was his reason for jumping through that door? Was it because he's still like looking after for him, looking after himself and he knows like she has the power now he wants the power. So he's going to figure out how to get the power from her, you know what I mean? Or was it more a Mobius, you'll never make it, but I can go follow, you know, like, was he, you know, kind of feeling kind of way with the TBA, right? And so was he kind of trying to help Mobius because they have become friends of some sort? And so that was why he was like, I'm going to go after this guy because you'll, you know, if if not, we're going to lose him, right? Like that's always the, the, the trope that you get is like, if I don't do this, we'll lose them forever. I have to take that chance, you know? And so I had that moment of, is he jumping through this door chasing after her for that reason? Or is it purely for his own selfish reasons? Like I think it's because he knew he blew it. (laughs) Or that (laughs) he just didn't want to face the repercussions of being told. Exactly. Mobius told him like, yeah, act like your life depends on it. And then kind of looked at him like, because it does. Yeah, right, right. right. I, I honestly think it's a little bit of both. I think it's self-preservation. I think it's trying to help Movius, but also he's helping himself. Yeah. Like yeah. he's up to something. He's got a plan. And I think that what we're going to see next episode is the point in the trailer where you see the two of them sitting there with like the, they're on the, some planet with like the purple. Oh, where everybody like, thinks that that's uh, Natasha. That it was Black Widow. Yeah. 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 And I mean, her hair looks just like her from behind. So I totally, like, I said it too. I was like, it's Black Widow, or I said Enchantress or Lady Loki, because I knew the stuff was going around. But yeah. yeah, and she knows where the TV or the timekeepers are. So I think that's where she's headed. And so Loki followed. Oh, that's right. We forgot that big, 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 big plot moment where they find um, Hunter and she says, yeah. I told her where the timekeepers are. Yeah. Um, so we have this now, what do we know about the timekeepers? Like are the timekeepers really a real thing or is it like, you know, so, some, I kind of have this like, um, wizard of Oz, you know, right. don't, yeah, don't, don't look behind the curtain yeah. situation uh, going on in my head <laughs> with Renslayer's, uh, comic book background, judge Renslayer's comic book background. I just, I find her a little suspicious. I and, Thank you for saying that. Yeah. She's suspicious. And so in the comics, it's the last director of the TVA that creates the timekeepers in the show. They said that the timekeepers created the TVA. Right. So I'm curious to see if they just switch the backstory, which can happen, or if that means that's what they've been told. And it's really Renslayer all along like Agatha, you know, <laughs> and okay, okay. actually I, I wonder if they'll introduce Kang because one of the timekeepers happens to kind of look like him. Well, and Kang is the um, the villain for which movie coming up? 
Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like the point of these movies is, or these shows are to somewhat set up what's coming next in the MCU. And so I could see, and and obviously at the end of this, when um, they set off all those reset charges, the timeline went crazy and we have the multiverse of timelines. Of madness. Yeah. Happening. Right, right, right. (laughs) So places like what was that about? <laughs> yeah well i think it's gonna play into the Mo- dr strange movie coming out yeah. right and so i don't oh, know that that will get 1000 percent wrapped up be by the end of this like that's the chaos that we're going to be dealing with that's going to lead us to um what shang chi comes first and um then uh multiverse of madness i think after that right i can't remember it's shang chi eternals Eternals. Yes. Yes. So like, I feel like this is, you know, in part, it's going to be one of those things where we finally get to those movies. We're going to be like, ah, 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 y'all remember Loki, you know, and, and we'll all go, oh yes. Okay. Um, But yeah, I loved this episode for a lot of reasons. I love the writing. I love the dialogue. I love the interplay between Mobius and um, Loki a whole heck of a lot. Um, and what I like is that Mobius likes Loki, but he doesn't trust him, you know, and he knows mm. not to. And he's <laughs> smarter than that. And he even said, you know, I'll zap him myself. He, the guy's kind of annoying, you know, but at the yeah. same time, I'm like, yeah, I think it would hurt you if you had to get rid of Loki because I think you kind of like the guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, what's not to like, right? Uh, so I, everything about this one was just really well done. And again, director, Miss Heron, beautiful, beautiful. Well, well, just all the snaps, all the claps for you because yes. I am digging what they are giving us um, in these episodes so far. Um all right. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to say, Julia, about Tom? Because you've always got something. What, what was your favorite Tom moment in this one? What did What did you like? What did you pick up? <laughs> oh, when he put on the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was so good, and just his. I also really loved when he smiled at um, when, when he encounters the the hunter as him as the variant. Yes, <laughs> he smiles at him, and he smiles back. Yes. Yes. I love that too. Absolutely. Yes. And then the shushing in the TVA when he was reading out loud, kind of mocking the report. <laughs> that I think that was my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, so they were captured. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many good episodes. And really it was, I, I don't remember where I posted this this morning because I've posted multiple places, but it really was a great palate cleanse from last week. Yes. You know what I mean? Because last week was really heavy. Um, and this week was heavy too, but I feel like we got more context, more, I don't know. We got more of something that we needed. Um, of course, then they had to punch us in the gut again with the uh, the revelation of Ragnarok to Loki, which was, that was, oh. Yeah, that was awful. Yep, agreed. I mean, I feel like every episode's going to make us cry in some way. I don't know. But the whole thing was just, it was a delight. It was brilliant. I loved it so much. Ashley, anything you stood out to you that you loved? Uh, yeah, I like the whole him reading the, the file and mocking the <laughs> TVA. Um, I actually really like the metaphor, too, when he destroyed... Mobius's poor salad. He's like, don't, don't, oh, don't. Oh, we got to see Casey again. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I love that part. I'm excited to see where and when, I should say. Maybe it's when, not where. <laughs> when and where, where and when they end up next week. Um, yeah, and, actually, and- Ashley and I got to see these as screeners, so we have been sitting on this for two weeks, but now we're just like everybody else. That. Yeah, now we're just That's like everybody struggle. else <laughs> um, watching at 3 a.m. Um, with yeah. this whole you know craziness unfolding in front of us for the next four episodes. So it's going to be yeah. fun. Um, all right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for, for joining us. And, uh, you know, as I like to say, it is no fun to fangirl alone. So I do appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Um, I'm going to put some links in this uh, show notes for anyone who wants to read more about Lady Loki. And um, Ashley's got her Easter eggs. Um, we've got some quotes. We've got some memes. We've got parent uh, show review. If you're curious, can your kids watch this? Which I think there was some drama over the weekend over Loki being appropriate for kids. And I don't even understand. I don't understand it. I I definitely can (laughs) see. Yeah. There was something online. I don't know what was going on, but um, I can definitely tell you this just in general, if your children have seen and understood most of the MCU, then watching this show is pretty much on par with a lot of the MCU. Um, In some ways so far, it's, been less there's been like the fights aren't as graphic or as gory or or anything um that we have seen in some of the the previous movies and and such um so that's just a a general terminology to that but i will tell you that i have been watching it with my 10 year old who is very precocious very bright she clicks and she picks up on a lot of things she had a lot of questions with Loki, <laughs> mm. um, which I struggle with just because I'm like, just watch the show. It'll all make sense. Um, but <laughs> the point was, my point being is that as a, this very smart, very bright, very quick 10 year old, she still was like, wait, what? I like someone needs to explain this to me. So we had to do some backtracking. We had to do some explanations. And when I, you know, said, oh, well, did you catch this? Did you catch that? Then she'd be like, oh, 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 oh. But I think the whole concept of this, of timelines and time changing and jumping ahead and going backward and what they are fixing and what they aren't fixing could be somewhat confusing to younger children or to a child who's just not able to focus or pay a lot of attention, you know, uh, cause it's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts in these shows. Yeah. Um, so that's my quick parental guide for you. Um, but I have more, if you want to like get to the, the de- more of the details, um, on the blog, but I'll link that in show notes as well for you guys. And, uh, we will be back next week to talk about episode three mm-hmm. and find out where Loki takes us. Um, halfway through and uh, find out if it is indeed Lady Loki or if it turns out to be somebody else. Hopefully they'll tell us next episode and uh, we'll go from there. And and hopefully Julia and Ashley will be able to join us because I love oh, yeah. fangirling with you guys. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> all right. All right. Well, join us next week, guys. And uh, thanks again for fangirling with us. Yay. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.